Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers. The Jackson County Fair Board, in conjunction with Total Media, proudly present Neil McCoy. McCoy. Saturday, July 15th at the Jackson County Fair. VIP track access seats now available for only 30 bucks, which includes admission to the fair. Get tickets now at jacksoncoohfair.com or at the Total Media Studios in Jackson. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to your Friday before the holiday weekend. And uh, I don't know, it's weird. Is the holiday weekend like when it's on a Tuesday? Uh, it can. Does, is it, that... it, can. it just makes it longer. <laughs> is it that just what makes it, it is? Longer. Okay. How many people are going to take Monday off? What do you think? Everybody. Okay. Yeah. All right. Except so, for so, Pete Wilson. Right. Well, well no, I'm, I can't take Monday off. We got to get the paper out. So we're going to have a, for lots of us, a five day weekend, right? Yeah. My gosh. Okay. And we're you starting the almost, party off right here, right now. Right now. And we are um, going to party with some news and mm-hmm. other uh, fun events to tell you about. And uh, yeah. So we hope that you are ready for the, well, rainy weekend. Right. Well, you know, the the phone is saying it's, a lot of 30 to 50 percent in there. So yeah, I don't know, maybe like, we'll get lucky. Make up your mind. The percentages. Man. Is it or is it not? <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it's kind of like a, they're not sure. So they're hedging. I think you're right. So I, we can't get on them if they say there isn't going to be rain. We can't get on them if they say there is rain and there isn't. That's so. exactly right. It, it's That's probably exactly what it is. It's it's a, it's probable. Well, and the thing is, it's going to you know if it rain in this area, not in that area, and whatever. It's going to well, be. We know one how of those, that works. It can be raining on one side of the town and not on the other, oh or the gosh. other side of the street. <laughs> I've noticed, like Standpipe Road, even like because our driveway is really long, I can get out onto the road on Standpipe, and I'm like, wait, it rained. Like what? It didn't rain at my house. <laughs> how did it, that happen? <laughs> it is. It, it is what it is. It is. It is. So, but um, so yeah. Holiday weekend, lots and lots of stuff um, in the news and coming up this weekend. And I know you guys will be out and about covering a whole lot of things. We will be out and about. And, uh, you know, it's summer. It's fun stuff. Uh, We'll have fun as well. Uh, Something going on in almost all of our local communities at different times. So we'll try to pin that down for you, you know, if you haven't heard when things are. Uh, and we have some other news sprinkled in there as well. And we are going to start off with a really good news story, capital G good. Uh, we have Love this. Good. Oh, it's very good. We had this in our Wednesday paper, but we didn't uh, know about it until later Monday after we were on television. That's right. So uh, a big expansion coming at the Speyside Bourbon Cooperage plant yes. here in Jackson. The kind of news we love. Yes. Um, we remember back after uh, we'll date ourselves after the Marilot Industries plant pulled out. It was so good for Jackson for so long, but the uh, home company in Michigan decided to, uh, it's part of a realignment, 
uh, moved those operations to Virginia. That left an empty plant there. A big empty plant. And then in 2015, though, uh, Speyside, uh, based in Kentucky, uh, Louisville area. Yeah. Uh, that's where they do a lot of the. That's where they do a lot of the the, the bourbon making, as you know, in Kentucky. And oh, so yeah. that makes sense to make bourbon barrels there. Well, they they took a chance on Jackson County because they had this plan here. They had a ready workforce. They had some wood. Uh, the type of wood they need for their barrels uh, in Pike County and the state mills down there. Mm -hmm. So, which I, trivia question? What mm -hmm. kind of wood do they use for the staves? I think oak, isn't it? White oak. White yes. oak. Yep. Okay. Well, that's very question. very important that we have it in our in our forests here in Southern Ohio. That yes. was part of it, but this plant building was part of it too. And give credit to former plant manager John Lewis out of Marilot and that crew, they kept the plant in great condition mm -hmm. and that made it a viable uh, proposition for Speyside to come. But that's ancient history. They came, they added uh, shifts, things worked yeah. out and now <laughs> they've done such great for the community. And now really, really good news. A $7.5 million expansion announced officially on Monday. Yes. We're talking uh, about the, uh, North American headquarters, that's what they call the Jackson plant now. And there are stave mills uh, in Vinton County, or not in Vinton County, but in Pike County. And so overall, we're talking about 42 new jobs on top of what there is now. A lot of the jobs will be here in Jackson at the plant. They will increase their production. Now get this, Jennifer, if you can just kind of think <laughs> of this. They already make 400,000 of those bourbon barrels a year. After the expansion 000. kicks on, it's going to be 600,000. Can you imagine 600,000 bourbon barrels? Well, I'm going to tell you what, just here's a little hint too. If you're ever driving down like Veterans Drive or the highway there past there, take a look at their back 40 out there and, and check out all that wood that's that's piled up. It's, it's a sight to behold. Well, I tell you what, that is, uh, it, it's a good sight because- It's wonderful. You yeah. know, we're talking about jobs. Let's talk about money now. There's $9.3 million in the payroll there now, $9.3 million. So it's going to retain that. It's going to add $2 million in new payroll wow. between uh, Jackson and Pike Counties, mainly in awesome. Jackson, I think. So um, really great news. Uh, things like that just don't happen. you got the economic development team at the state level, the regional level, and the local level all, all, all playing in there. But uh, this announcement came out on, on Monday. And, uh, you know, uh, uncertain economy, things look shaky in some ways overall on the national level. Uh, people uh, have trouble finding people to work. But here in Jackson County, and, and you know, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, uh, that's a, a challenge here too. But if you think about it, three of our major employers, General Mills, Belicio, Speyside, all going great guns. Yep. The opportunities are here. Hey, we all love bourbon, right? So <laughs> need to put them in put it in barrels. So. Right, right. And you know, you use different kind of barrels for that than you do whiskey. You know, that's, yep. you would think that's not a big deal, but it is. You know, and it, it is so crazy. If you have ever, ever, ever get a chance to tour the Speyside plant, please do so. And I know you're like, oh, whatever. It is fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Yeah, I remember back. Uh, Darren Whitmer is uh, is 
the big wheel for Speyside. He doesn't work here at the Jackson plant. He opened the Jackson plant when they started here. I remember talking with him when they first came here. And it was a little bit of a gamble because their operations have mainly been in Kentucky. Mm -hmm. That's where they were talking about probably building a new plant. But then this opportunity came up, the wood supply nearby, the sure. plant building. Uh, it, they just decided to roll the dice and to go with Jackson, even though it was a little bit away from their main market and their other production facilities, and it has worked out. It's been a win-win for Speyside and obviously for Jackson and Jackson County. So very good news, very good news. Uh, and uh, we made a big deal of it in the paper. It big is headline. a big deal. It says, Speyside spreading its wings. Uh, if you haven't seen the story, it's in Wednesday's print edition, and of course we have it online as well. You want to hear a little... A little insider information. Let's do that. In our new taproom expansion, mm -hmm. there will be a little nod to our friends at Speyside. Well, that is good. That yeah. is good. We're oh. working with them on a little project. Okay. Well, that, be fun. that, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. No, Speyside, uh, Speyside's been a good, uh, a good corporate citizen too. Uh, they've supported some things here. Sometimes they make their barrels available, which are, they're worth a lot of money. They make their barrels available for, have, for prizes and gifts and like yes, that. People don't understand. I mean, they're, they're expensive to make. They're handmade. Every single one of them made by a human's hands, you know, and, uh, it's not a, uh, when you say a plant, it's not a bunch of machines putting these barrels together. It's a human. Right. And yeah. it's crazy. Right. Um, so yeah, they do. They do. They're they're good community partners. Absolutely, they yes. are. All right. Some other news, Jennifer. There's been a lot in the national news, the state news, and even the local news about the air quality. Uh, it has seemed so strange that wildfires in the province of Ontario, Canada, can have such an effect this far south. But, You're not uh, kidding. That is the case. The Ohio EPA had an air quality alert that's been out more than once. There was was out yesterday. Mm -hmm. The good news is uh, that that alert was pulled late yesterday. Well, I don't know why, because it's still hazy as you know what out there. Right. Um, but. Well, the EPA put out this release this morning. Due to improved air quality conditions in many areas of the state, Ohio EPA has canceled the statewide air quality advisory. The smoke from the Canadian wildfires, wildfires, which are still going on, are now having less of an impact all through Ohio. The most recent statewide advisory expired at the end of the day, Thursday. And uh, this came from Jeremiah Shaver. That's this, actually this was really, really neat that yeah, he did this. Yeah, that's cool. It kind of showed, this is the same scene uh, out on the highway. I think, uh, I'm not sure whether that's 35 or 32. Yeah, it looks like McCarty Lane and it looks like, yeah. Okay. All right. But be wrong. you can see the dates there, June 7 and June 28. Uh, he took a picture at the same place, and you can see that the smoke and the haze was worse on June the 28th. That Absolutely. was yesterday yeah. than it was three weeks earlier on June the 7th. So uh, if you didn't know any better, you know, because we got the hills around here, we were in the Smoky Mountains almost. Yeah, I know, right? And, you know, in a, in a scene like that, you can really tell. I mean, I haven't been able to really tell that much. I haven't oh. noticed, you know... Uh, uh, the air being bad as far as breathing or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, it hasn't affected me. Kill has me. it got oh, you? I do, I've sneezed three hundred thousand times in the past, you know, week or so. It's just been horrible. Right. Well, but, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll take care of those fires there. The wind will blow in the other direction. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we just blow it somewhere else? <laughs> But uh, but anyway, it, it seems to vary. I mean, there might be some places farther north that's not affected as much, and I can't explain that. Yeah. 
But uh, we're a long way from uh, Canada. Yeah, we, we are. Do have air quality issues, but they are supposed to be better today. All right. Speaking of Jeremiah Shaver, he often uh, heads out in his car. He does. Uh, whenever there's news happening, breaking news happening, and uh, he actually, he and his family went out and took a picture of uh, a truck fire that occurred oh, no. uh, yesterday or uh, yesterday evening, about seven o'clock. It was out on State Route 32, about across from uh, Holzer Medical Center, Jackson. And uh, Mr. Richard McDaniel of Wellston was driving a truck when it caught on fire. He pulled over. Oh, my uh, gosh. And you can see how bad it was. Here's the thing when there's a vehicle fire. Even if the fire department responds very quickly, those vehicles go up pretty quickly, and there's not a whole lot that you can do other than put it out. Mr. McDaniel had some minor burns, we understand, Oh no! Uh, as a result of this fire happening. He was able to, to get out uh, okay, but as you can see, I uh, believe uh, he's going to have to get a new truck. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll make that I'll assessment. I'll take that bet. <laughs> I'll, I'll make that assessment. But uh, the cause of the fire, according to Jackson Fire Chief David Channel, was a probable gas line rupture. Okay. So, you know, whenever you're out in the vehicle, uh, and even if you're just smelling something that doesn't seem right, don't take a chance. Sure. You know, get out and check it out. And if you certainly see smoke, pull over and get out of that vehicle because it, it could it could actually catch fire for sure. sure. Everybody's been uh, in a situation like that or probably seen a situation like that. But this Man, that's this, scary. Occur- this occurred yesterday evening uh, just, uh, just uh, after or around 7 p.m. All right. Uh, another thing that was occurring about 7 p.m. yesterday was yes. a good thing. Yeah. And that, of course, was the first edition of the second year of the Homegrown <laughs> Happy Hour. That's right. And my gosh, we really have to tip our hat to our own Rodney Porterhouse Tomlin. Uh, here is uh, Porterhouse making introductions. There he is on the right. Yeah. And he is uh, introducing uh, Ben Davis Jr., the show host, who, yep. of course, we had on television yesterday. And he did wear his wrestling shirt because I saw it with my own two eyes yesterday, as oh. you can see. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, Red Thompson Jr. was among uh, the employees who was there yesterday. He took some pictures for us. Dylan, of course, was there yes. taking some pictures, Great too. Job, and Dylan. James Hamilton, who was off today, did some video. You know, you'll be able to see all this here uh, in the near future. Yep. But... Uh, there is a uh, John Reister. Yep, I believe with uh, with a uh, with a guitar there, but he also, of course, is a great fiddler, fiddler. and fiddle yep. and fiddle maker, fiddle builder. Yeah, right on top of that. And There's a name for that, and Ben said it yesterday, but I can't remember what it's called. Do you remember, Dylan? No, I just said that Sean talked about how he won some sort of award for like building fiddles. Okay, yeah. Right. Well, Pretty he cool. is a fiddler and a fiddle maker or fiddle builder, however you say it. And there is a Reister on the left with the other performer, uh, Andy Milliken. Together, yep. they are the Raccoon Crick Rangers, not yep. the Creek Rangers, Creek. the Crick Rangers. We're in Appalachia. That's right. It's right. got to be the Crick. Right. And uh, I talked to uh, several people who were there. I had to uh, be somewhere else uh, covering the news, but I understand that it went off very well. The audience loved it. Of course, Good. you know, you had Rowdy's Smokehouse Food and of Nathan course. Kitts there as well. And so, you know, you're talking about you're talking about a great night and the homegrown happy hour, uh, which uh, is done before a live audience. And it's live on two radio stations now. 
um, WYRO here in Jackson mm -hmm. and uh, Total Media's newly acquired station in Athens, WXTQ, that's 105.5 FM. Mm -hmm. uh, Homegrown Happy Hour is going to be 14 weeks this year, and this was number one. New performer every week. That's and right. the next, next Thursday, it will be the Sour Mash Band. There you which go. I understand uh, has a little bit of a resume, too, behind yep. them. So, anyway, congratulations to everybody involved in the Homegrown Happy Hour, and we urge you to uh, go out to Rowdy's and see it any Thursday night through September the 14th, That's starting right. at 7 o'clock. believe the way it works, they do the live show for an hour, and then they play a little bit afterwards yes. for the crowd is the way it works. So, a great atmosphere, very, very relaxing. So, it's, once again, it's the Sour Mash String Band, uh, next Thursday, July the 6th. All right, so we are, uh, we are into the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. uh, we will have activities Oops. in our local counties and communities, actually starting this evening and going okay. through the fireworks uh, show at Oak Hill late on Tuesday, July the 4th itself. Okay. So uh, we've had all this in the paper before, uh, but... We'll talk about just the highlights now here on television as we're about ready to springboard into the weekend. Uh, the Vinton County Athletic Boosters 4th of July celebration starts tonight with their Grand Parade. Uh, their parade will start at 6.30 p.m. It will be uh, on the downtown streets. Uh, a lot of, it's, it's a really a hometown parade with uh, a lot of local entrants in there. Uh, it, the uh, Athletic Boosters 4th of July uh, uh, celebration will go through Sunday at mm -hmm. Vinton County. They'll be Saturday and Sunday. The Miss Vinton County contest will be on Saturday evening at 7 p.m. They've done that for 67 years I know. Now. The girls were telling us that, and I couldn't believe it had been that long. Right. And the wow. Little Miss contest, which will be one of the last things, 4 p.m. on Sunday, they've had that for 62 years crazy, I tell you. And in addition to the parade and the pageants, there will also be fireworks. They will be on Saturday evening uh, at dusk, you know, dark. We're thinking about 10 o'clock mm -hmm. probably. And each of the fireworks uh, displays that will be in our local towns, we're talking about MacArthur, we're talking about Wellston, Jackson, and Oak Hill. Total Media, the radio, will be there to do the musical soundtrack synchronizations Yay. through all four of them. And the way it works out, you can actually at least see three of them. Now, you unless you're uh, really good and can be two places at once, you can't do that on Saturday night because MacArthur and Wellston is going on at the same time. Gotcha. But Jackson is on Monday night and Oak Hill is on Tuesday night. So if fireworks are your things, uh, you've got a chance for three different presentations. And remember... Uh, there will be a musical soundtrack on our radio stations for all four of the displays. Uh, the uh, On Saturday night, uh, it will be uh, in Vinton County. It will be on WYRO. And in Wellston, it will be on WKOV. Okay. So, uh, Vinton County Athletic Boosters uh, kick off tonight with their parade. There will be a little Miss... Uh, there will be a Miss Vinton County luncheon by invitation mm -hmm. only this afternoon. That's where uh, the royalty will be there and some of the visiting royalty there who will be in the parade later. Yep. Okay, earlier in the week, we introduced the 13 candidates who are vying to be Miss Vinton County. Uh -huh. Now we're going to meet the 11 young ladies who would like to be little Miss Vinton County. So Dylan, have you got it teed up? Let's see how Dylan does. Okay. Dylan, the pressure's on because James nailed it the other day. Uh, he... he 
So, so he, we'll see. He did. Well, he, uh, I will give <laughs> I will give the name of the Little Miss contestant, and Dylan will show will show her picture. Layla Thacker. All right, there she Aww. is. Okay, <laughs> Evelyn Murphy. Emily McDaniel. Kirsten so Bauer. Sigrid Siggy Janney. Layla Barnett. I'm sorry, Layla Barnhart, my bad. Okay. Molly Davis. Elena Riggle. Tavy Bethel. Elena Mullins. Everly Oni. All right. One of those little mm, so girls cute. will be the 2003 Little Miss Vincent. How would you like to be the judge? Uh, not a chance and you know what would I, I, <laughs> I, I want to be a part of I that. I got roped into that one time and that is the last time. That, I guarantee you. The first you. and the last, yes. Right. No, so, thank you. So the once again, the Miss Vinton County contest, that's for the um, high school age girls. That is 7 p.m. on Saturday night. The Little Miss is 4 p.m. on Sunday. Those contests will both be at the Vinton County High School Cafetorium. Very good. And they're very well done productions. We'll be staffing uh, those two pageants ourselves. All right. Tomorrow, uh, that's when the Wellston Main Street Group does their celebration of our nation um, celebration. And it will take place starting in the afternoon and going through the evening. They're going to have a patriotic sidewalk con art contest, okay. uh, an apple pie contest. Mark Wood will be performing. Uh, there will be a, a car show um, or a cruise-in, I guess is what it is, a cruise-in. There will be a parade called the Freedom Parade at 6 o'clock. And there will be a face painting activity with the cheerleaders in Pride Park at 7 p.m., and then at 7.30 p.m., an ice cream eating, an ice cream sandwich eating contest. That's different. And the fireworks display will be at 10 p.m. And um, they've done a great job raising money in Wellston. I understand it will be a $15,000 fireworks exhibit wow. display. That's amazing. So that is fantastic. They just do such fun stuff there. They do. They had some people really step up to sponsor, help pay for things this year. Uh, remember, the Main Street group has not been doing it all that long. Celebration of our yeah. nation is still a baby almost as far as Fourth uh, of July celebrations. But they do it all in one day, and they like to do it on Saturday. And so, you know, it varies a little bit what the date is. This sure. year it's it's on the early side, Saturday, July the 1st, everything on Saturday in Wellston. Love that. In Oak Hill, they have, the Oak Hill Athletic Boosters are spreading their celebration over four days. Okay. It will start on Saturday, tomorrow. And it will go through Tuesday, of course, the 4th of July. Uh, some of, uh, and this is the Oak Hill Athletic Boosters that do it. Uh, Tammy McCain is certainly, uh, you know, the, the spearhead person there. But uh, some of the activities, uh, you know, they're going to have live music. They'll have some contests, um, some recreation. Uh, the 
famous Oak Hill Athletic Boosters Fish Booth will be working. Some of the best fish sandwiches uh, you'll ever have. Yeah. And then the parade will be on Monday evening, uh, starting at 5.30 p.m. And uh, then on Tuesday, uh, there'll be a golf cart parade at 4.30 p.m. And there will be a fireworks display, understand, $13,000 display there. Once again, they've done a great job and raising money. Tuesday night? That is Tuesday so night at 10 o'clock. on the 4th. Okay. Their fireworks are on the 4th. So uh, they always end things on the 4th, and they usually have anywhere from one to three days before the 4th. Uh, lots of live entertainment, and Tammy's done a great job lining up sponsors. So uh, it's kind of a win-win type thing. Uh, they, the Vinton County Athletic Boosters and the Oak Hill Athletic Boosters always have these celebrations, which are historic. They've gone on for a long time to try to raise money for athletics. Mm -hmm. But they also wanted to have fireworks, which are expensive. Yeah, very. And they also wanted to have a nice community event. So they were able to do all those things. Love that. So uh, wherever you go, uh, a lot going on. In Jackson, um, we'll talk about this a little bit more on Monday, but everything in Jackson except one thing is on Monday. Uh, okay. Monday, July the 3rd, uh, there's a parade in the evening that starts at 8 o'clock. It uh, begins downtown and ends at Manpower Park. And uh, it doesn't start till 8 o'clock, and that's by design. The idea is to get people in the park, which is a prime viewing area for the fireworks, which sure. will be about 10 o'clock. Mm -hmm. The Jackson Firefighters Association, uh, with the benefit of donations and money from the tourism, the city tourism board, uh, are financing a fireworks display. They hope to do it again for Christmas uh, in the pre-Christmas celebration. So, but they're still raising money. That's for the that. one I can stay up for. Right. Yes, that's right. They can have that. <laughs> Not a in bed they can, that one. they can have that a little earlier because of the daylight situation. <laughs> yeah. But uh, everything will be uh, on uh, on Monday in Jackson. Nothing this weekend. And then the one thing that's not on uh, Monday is the Jackson Area Chamber of Commerce's Freedom Fest 5K run, which uh, historically has been one of the biggest 5Ks in the county. Mm -hmm. And they will have that on 4th of July morning. Oh, okay. So I think, I think that kicks off uh, at 8 o'clock. So um, all that going on, too. And then, and, and then in Wilkesville, the village of Wilkesville uh, in Benton County, they will have their 4th of July parade uh, on the 4th of July, that's on Tuesday, uh, it will begin at 11 a.m. Registration for the parade starts at 10 a.m., and they do uh, prizes for different categories on the decorations and so forth, the type of entries in the parade. Okay. Always a very nice event, and that uh, Yeah, that's is, a big deal down there. It is. Or they, over there or wherever it is. <laughs> and, yeah, and for the second year, they're going to have uh, royalty, which they hadn't had through the years, Yeah. and that is the fire department that does it. Very you know, cool. just it's just a, a wonder that all these volunteer fire departments that already give so much doing what they do also organize community events for the benefit of the residents. So yeah. very, very nice. All right. Uh, some other things to talk about, uh, Jennifer. Um, we're going to have this story in our uh, Saturday paper, but we'll talk about it in advance. Remember um, the death uh, several years ago of Steve Bias. Mm -hmm. Steve Bias, uh, yes. you know, former resident of Wellston, grew up in Wellston. Um, he was a Defense Department employee, a civilian employee, but, you know, had been in the military. And he was killed uh, in, when, in service in, uh, in Iran. He was killed in service in Iraq, rather, um, 
on September the 16th, 2014. Actually, it was in Afghanistan. So I'm in the Middle East, but it was in Afghanistan. It was some injuries sustained in a suicide bombing. He yeah. just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. But Actually uh, married to one of my classmates. Okay. Well, he, he, was. he died, and there was a lot of honors and tribute for him uh, because, you know, it was yes. a, a military-type death, He, but although he was a civilian employee with the Defense Department. Well, the Defense Department is giving him a, and his family a great honor. They have named a building uh, after him at Camp Atterbury in Indiana. Whoa. Um, they are uh, calling this. Uh, there is Steve right there uh, when in his military uh, uniform. And uh, they, are, uh, they are calling this uh, the uh, Stephen Bias Central Issue Facility Warehouse. There's a big wow. sign there. And this oh, is, yeah, there this, it is. This is in, this is in Indiana. Uh, there was a ceremony not too long ago, hmm. members of his family there, his uh, father, uh, Randall, and uh, his brother and some other family members. That is his father, Randall Bias. Uh, but anyway, uh, we were able, that's his brother who was speaking there uh, during this recent ceremony. Uh, we were able to work with uh, the Bias family and the Defense Department to get a story on this. So we will have a story with pictures uh, on this ceremony that occurred recently in this great honor that has been paid to Stephen. You can see to the right of his brother, Matthew, there, uh, the beautiful plaque with Stephen's mm -hmm. picture uh, that is in that building That's that was awesome. dedicated uh, with, the, with its renaming in his honor. All right, uh, another story uh, that we can uh, report on. A Franklin Furnace man, Jason Phillips, age 32, uh, Franklin Furnace is in Scioto County near Portsmouth. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a criminal case out of Jackson County. Uh, he was indicted by a Jackson County grand jury recently on three sex-related charges. Uh, two counts of disseminating matter harmful to juveniles. Those are fourth-degree felonies. And one count of importuning a third-degree felony. Uh, the, in, the indictments follow an investigation by the Jackson County Sheriff's Department. During the investigation, it was found that the mother of a female juvenile had reported that Phillips had admitted to showing the female juvenile pornographic videos and speaking about sexual experiences. And so oh. um, uh, he is awaiting a trial date, which had not been set as of earlier this week. He uh, was given a $50,000 bond, and as of the last time we checked, he was still incarcerated in the Jackson County Correctional Facility. So that will be one of the stories that we have uh, in, our, in our Saturday paper. Okay, we'll go back to some good news now, Jennifer. Um, you know, this is, uh, we're, we're in the outdoors here in southeastern oh, Ohio. Yes. And uh, both Jackson High School and Oak Hill High School have fishing teams. Yes. Right, and they have done very well. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, in the recent state fishing tournament that was held on the Ohio River in Galpolis, oh. uh, a team from Oak Hill finished first and a team from Jackson finished second. Wait, first and second in the state? First That's and, so fir cool. First, first and second. And it allowed uh, represent, re representatives of the two fishing teams, these two high school fishing teams, to compete in an international tournament uh, that was at La Crosse, Wisconsin, on the Mississippi River recently. What? So, yes, we've had stories here. As you can see, they can catch fish. Look uh, at that. Uh, uh, Oak Hill, the fishing team of Braden Brown and Evan Potter, uh, was the team that won at the state level. 
and uh, they were able to uh, go ahead and go to the uh, go to the national tournament. Oak Hill actually also won a won the state tournament in 2018 as well. The boat captain uh, is Jet is Justin Williams, and uh, the coach in 2018 was uh, Scott Lewis. This year it was Justin Williams, and uh, they competed in the uh, national tournament as well. Uh, for uh, Jackson High School, Landon Camp and Hunter Seitz and AJ Graham and Tyler Eggers all went to La Crosse, Wisconsin. Uh, where they competed in this national tournament. Uh, both the Oak Hill team and Jackson team didn't win a national championship, but they both fared well out of hundreds of anglers so cool. who, who were there. Love that. Right. And so um, uh, this isn't an OHSAA sport yet, but it is a sponsored sport now at both high schools, Jackson that and is, Oak Hill. That is really cool. It certainly is. All right. So... Uh, one of the things new at the city level that we want to talk about in Jackson is uh, that the Jackson Police Department uh, is putting in a new communication system uh, that will improve coordination and communication uh, in from the cruisers. So when they're out in okay. the cruisers, they can do more as far as calling up information and actually compiling information, accessing information, and inputting information from out in the cruiser. It's called the CAD system, which is short for Computer Aided Dispatch. Okay. And they, Jackson Police was able to do this because of something that happened at the county level earlier this year. Uh, the commissioners, the county commissioners, used American Rescue Plan Act money, uh, federal money, to put in a new dispatching system. Spent uh, about $1.2 million to do this. Okay. And this is allowing the local law enforcement to use this CAD system. I know Oak Hill is already doing it. And now the Jackson Police Department uh, this past week uh, is in transition now learning that system. And they may, prob they're probably using it at least to a limited degree. Uh, this was reported on by Brett Hinch, the Jackson Police Chief at the last Jackson City Council meeting earlier in the week. But the CAD system um, will allow uh, the officers, according to Chief Hinch, to pull up reports while they're on the road. They can issue tickets. They can print tickets. They'll be able to do that once they learn how to do it. Okay. They can access information to determine identifications and run license tags without having to call back call to, the, to, to the, the station yeah. and wait for that information from the dispatchers. Gotcha. That could be important in an emergency or criminal situation for that's sure. breaking. So, uh, you know, that is taking place... Uh, uh, all the departments, uh, you know, just upgrading their communications, uh, their mobile communications. All right. Uh, we want to report also, uh, this is at the county level. The uh, county commissioners recently met with Jackson County Board of Aging uh, Executive Director Susan Morgan. And the commissioners uh, are working with the Jackson County Board of Aging to put a half mill renewal levy on the ballot in November. Okay. Now, this is not a new levy. It is just a renewal levy, just which means on. that the in, there will be no increased taxation. Mm -hmm. Is just to keep what they have. If you have a replacement levy, it's the same millage, but the new tax values kick in. So you know you'll be paying more because your property is worth more. With the renewal levy, it's the same as it was when the levy was first put on. And I'm not sure when this levy was put on, but they're not even asking for more money; just the same money. Okay. On this renewal levy, and uh, it's just a half mil. But it's very important, uh, say the commissioners and Susan Morgan, that it passes.
because it supports the operations and the programs of the Jackson County Board of Aging. That's and one right. of the things, this is an example that they gave, the home-delivered meals has become such a big Huge. program there. Yeah. Because a lot of the seniors, you know, they do the congregate meals at the Senior Citizen Center. Well, some of the seniors aren't able to get there. Correct. Due to transportation and disability. Mm -hmm. You know, they can't get there. And, of course, COVID changed some things, too, as far sure as the did. seniors getting out. So the home-delivered meals, very important. Well, guess what? There's about 200 people that get those home-delivered meals. That, that's across the county. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, there's 56 that's on a waiting list that can't get them now because they don't have enough money. So, Well, that's not okay, Pete. No, it's not okay. And part of it is because things cost more, and part of it is because there just isn't enough money. And so okay. the transportation program that they provide has been curtailed, too. They, they can't go every place uh, all the time that they used to be able to do. And so... Um, you know, this is a very modest request by the Senior Citizens Center or the Jackson County Board of Aging, which is the agency supporting the Senior Citizens Centers mm -hmm. in Jackson, Wilson, Oak Hill, for them to get this levy. But it is a half mill levy. And what the commissioners did, the commissioners had to be the ones to put it on for the Jackson County Board of Aging. And this started the process. They have to do they have to go through certain steps to put it on the ballot. But the plan is to have it on the ballot in the November 7th general election okay all right um hey we want to tip our hat to our man dylan over here yay uh, dylan dylan is very intrepid he just want to he doesn't want to sit over there and just run the camera he <laughs> wants to get out and do things i mean not only for the tv but for the newspaper he is always asking what he can do here mm -hmm. as an intern well one story that he just did and that we're going to have in our saturday paper was a little bit of a spotlight on TLC Ministries. Oh, okay. TLC Ministries stands for Transforming Lives Through Christ, but it's better known as just by the acronym TLC Ministries. And, of course, Terry Witt uh, operates that program. There mm -hmm. is Terry right there. What a wonderful lady she is. Uh, serves so many people, especially uh, families in need and, and others in need, too. She does a food program. Uh, and other uh, support services. Mm -hmm. But one of the big things they do in the summer is uh, the summer food program where uh, they drop off food in, this, in the summer at different places, but they go to Bundy Heights Apartments, Blamer Field, Wells Manor Apartments, Fairview Terrace Apartments, uh, the Colton Park, and Warriors for Christ here in Jackson. So most of those places are in Wellston. But what it does is uh, so many families depend on the schools uh, for... Uh, lunch for, yes, for their kids. Absolutely. All right. And, you know, you have a lot of single parent homes. You have a lot of uh, both parents working. So the lunch, the lunches aren't easy to provide money-wise and also just feasibility-wise. Well, the summer food program, and, and Terry isn't the only one that does it, but she's one who does the summer food program. One of the agencies is it allows these kids in the summer to make sure that they have, uh, yes. you know, food. That's, and that's wonderful. For lunch. And so that program began on June the 5th, and it will run through August 11th. And that was one of the topics that uh, Dylan covered in his article that will be in Saturday's paper. Good job, Dylan. Absolutely. He did do a good job on that. All right. Um, we also want to um, talk about something that uh, we also want to talk about Brooklyn Frisbee. She is a 4-H member, a 12-year 4-H member from the Wellston area. She is a member of the Jackson County 4-H 
or the Jackson County Livestock 4-H Club. And there is Brooklyn. She's right in the middle in that pink t-shirt. And what she did was, as a service project and also as a non-livestock project for the fair, mm -hmm. she did, she created, with help uh, from the extension folks, a pollinator garden out at the OSU County Extension That's Office. That's super cool. Right. And so there she is with that right there. People were invited to go by and take a look at it. Uh, but uh, Brooklyn shared uh, with the Telegram about her project. Um, part of the, her requirements was to let the public know what she did. And so we cooperated with her. But it was a wonderful thing that she did. Of course, you know, all on her own time as a volunteer and in conjunction with a fair project. So that story was in the paper recently, and we wanted to, you know, give her a little credit here on television as well. All right, uh, Shelly Horvath up in Vinton County uh, with the uh, with the Vinton County Blood Drive program. She has announced that there is going to be a community blood drive uh, at the height at the MacArthur United Methodist Church. Uh, this Wednesday, July the 5th, that's the day after the 4th of July, from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., and the Red Cross has announced that nationally, statewide, regionally, there is a need for blood. And there almost always is, but there really sure. is right now. And so um, the, the blood drive in Vinton County, uh, once again, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., you have to, they want you to schedule an appointment. You, you can do that online. Um, you can also uh, call 1-800-RED-CROSS. That's an easy way to remember their telephone. 1-800-RED-CROSS, set up an appointment. You can also call Shelly Horvath at 740-517-1398. But uh, this is a very important blood drive. And there's an incentive there as well. If you give blood to this blood drive, you receive a Cedar Fair admission ticket, which is good for either Cedar Point or Kings Island. So oh, that's not wow. bad. Uh, you know, it's yeah. expensive to get into those places. But uh, you will get an admission ticket if you, uh, if <laughs> you uh, participate in this blood drive. So uh, that is going on in Vinton County on, um, on Wednesday. All right, the Jackson Farmers Market had their first market last Saturday. Yes. And they will have another one this Saturday. All right. And they will be going every Saturday except Apple Festival Saturday, I think, in September. They will go through the month of September into October or somewhere around there. You know, that's uh, approximate depending on, you know, the interest and uh, if there's crops uh, available. But this is a scene that uh, that uh, Alex Shope took. He went by the first uh, market uh, last Saturday. It starts at 9 a.m. and will go to around 1 p.m. And uh, this is uh, on Harding Avenue across from Eddie Jones Park, a very accessible area, uh, plenty of places to park there. That's right. And I'm told that they had plenty of vendors and plenty of buyers at the first farmer's market. Good deal. All right. Remember, uh, in conjunction with the 4th of July, there's going to be a lot of uh, offices that are closed. It's going to affect uh, a lot of the governmental entities in both Jackson and Benton counties. And it's going to affect your garbage service in some of those communities. Of course. We have a handy-dandy list uh, that has been in our paper. It's online uh, as well. So you want to maybe reference that. But remember that in most places, uh, the offices will be open on Monday and Wednesday, but not on Tuesday. Tuesday is the 4th of July. Okay. Now, a couple of things. We did learn 
uh, just earlier this week that the Jackson County Courthouse is also going to be closed on Monday as well as Tuesday. Okay. Uh, so courthouse closed Monday and Tuesday will we'll reopen on Wednesday. There will be a commissioner's meeting at the county. There will not be a commissioner's meeting on Wednesday either because of the closures of the courthouse on Monday and Tuesday. The Vinton County commissioners, who usually meet on Tuesday, of course, that's 4th of July, they're going to meet on Monday instead okay. at 10 a.m. Uh, also, Connie Pelletier, the new director uh, for uh, My Brother's Place, which is the... Um, which is the uh, ministry of the of the Wellston ministry, the Wellston Ministerial Association. They do uh, food giveaways, mm-hmm. a food pantry, and they also do a uh, uh, clothing bank. Uh, they will have a different schedule next week because of the holidays. They will be closed on Monday and Tuesday, uh, but they will reopen on Wednesday. Okay. All right. Also, uh, on Tuesday they normally have uh, what they call uh, a senior basket pickup. It's just mm-hmm. for seniors. They can come and pick up food on Tuesday. It's just for them. Well, Tuesday, because it is the 4th of July, the senior pickup day will be Wednesday. Okay. This Wednesday, July the 5th, rather than on Tuesday. Uh, My Brother's Place is located at 116 South Railroad Avenue in Wellston. Uh, also, uh, the Marquet Culture Arts Center would like to announce um, that uh, the free movie that they were going to show uh, tonight, The Fast and the Furious, and that is uh, be- thanks to Nia Henry and Appalachia mm-hmm. Realty for sponsoring the free movies. Anyone can go sit in a, that great uh, auditorium with those comfortable seats and see a free movie on the big screen. Yep. Uh, they were going to show The Fast and the Furious tonight. That was postponed, and now it's going to be next Friday, July the 7th. Okay. At 7. It will be at 12 p.m. and 7 p.m., two different times to go see The Fast and the Furious Free. And there will be awesome. other movies later on in the year that we will announce as we learn about them. All right. Um, also, uh, a great community event was held last Saturday in Zaleski. That is the little village just south of Lake Hope State yeah. Park there mm-hmm. in Vinton County. The fire department, and there's another fire department doing a nice community event. They yep. do something called the Fireman's Festival, and that was held okay. last Saturday. Red Thompson Jr. Uh, journeyed all the way up to northern Vinton County to cover it. Uh, great event. Uh, he covered it, uh, and we'll have a story and pictures in our Saturday paper. But one of the things that they do towards the end is uh, kind of like a water fight. Oh, fun. And so we, <laughs> we've got the results from that. Several local fire departments, in addition to Z- those Zaleski <laughs> Fire Department, participate in that. That's awesome. Another thing to look forward to in Saturday's paper is uh, the coverage of Jeremiah Shaver of the Pride in the Park event Mm -hmm. that was held just a week ago last Friday at Manpower Park. Yes. And this was held by Jackson High School's Gay Gay Straight Alliance. And uh, it was a fun event, but it was a message event. It was was an outreach event, uh, you know, for... um, for the people who support, uh, you know, the, the pride movement, mm-hmm. people who are uh, gay and lesbian, uh, to uh, do outreach, uh, to tell their story, to yeah. gather together, and to uh, to connect with the public as well so the public can understand, uh, you know, the issues of, of, of that group. I like that um, the name of their group. It's like the Alliance. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it's like kids all just coming together. 
of different you know, walks of life or whatever coming together and supporting each other. I think that's great. Right. And Jeremiah did a really nice job covering it. You know, he interviewed a couple people there who kind of told their story they shared. Sure. And so, I mean, it was a fun event, but it was also uh, an event with a purpose there. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, Gay Straight Alliance started several years ago at Jackson High School. Uh, and, you know, they've got members who are uh, gay and mm-hmm. members that are straight. Both. Mm-hmm. It is an alliance, a true yeah. alliance. And so... Um, kind of ahead of its time, but uh, uh, Betty Miller, who was a teacher at the high school, uh, her son, Maya, who was a vital Victorian several years ago, uh, is gay. Mm-hmm. And so this means a lot to her and Maya, and they have been sure. kind of like leaders of this, but the, many others are involved in this as well. And uh, it, it's, it is really worth the read what Jeremiah has written with some pictures in our Saturday edition. Also, um, we want to tell you that on the paper side, uh, our paper will be coming out as usual on Wednesday, July the 5th. Okay. However, because Tuesday is a holiday, our deadlines are affected. We're basically (laughs) going to finish the July 5 paper on July the 3rd. Mm -hmm. It will still be printed on the evening of the 4th like it always is on Tuesday evening. It will be distributed on the regular schedule in the mail and on the newsstands and in the stores. Um, But if you want something in the uh, that's time sensitive in the Wednesday, July 5th paper, we need to get a hold of it soon. If not today, certainly first thing on Monday. And even then, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're, working hard to get things out as well as covering the things over the weekend. Sure. So uh, the paper will be out as usual on Wednesday, July the 5th, but with an earlier deadline, everything moved up basically 24 hours. Makes sense. All righty. Also, uh, there's still a lot of work going on uh, in Jackson uh, with the gas line work and also with the paving. So, uh, you know, Watch for where work is going uh, on there. Today on High Street, uh, between State Street and Cross Street, that is a pretty good size of length of High Street, a main residential street yeah. in Jackson. It was closed <laughs> yesterday, and it is closed today from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. due to an ongoing project with Columbia Gas. That is not paving. That is gas line replacement. That's a big chunk. Hey, the good news is uh, we're set up in grids here in Jackson, so just go down a block and you'll be fine. Right, exactly. <laughs> so um, do we have uh, the Vinton County National Bank on today? Well, we sure do. You want to do you play that? Let's do that. And then we'll be back. All right. At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. All right, and let's take a look at your weekend weather forecast, which, you know, is kind of all over the place, but uh, it's... (laughs) basically stick your head outside the window and, and, and you'll know. Um, but warmer temperatures with highs in the, in the upper to mid eighties, um, all the way through the beginning of your work week on Monday. And of course the 4th of July on Tuesday, um, we have that pesky 60, 70, 50% chance of rain pretty much every day. 
Um, so that's kind of where we're at right now. Warmer temperatures and that stupid chance of rain pretty much all weekend long for hopefully we'll keep our fingers crossed that those fireworks and all of that go off without a hitch. I don't remember, Pete, do, do they set off fireworks if it's raining or how does that work? I don't remember. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure that they've ever been canceled that I can recall. But maybe they have. I mean, you're asking me to remember a lot of years that I've been <laughs> a few around. Years, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think in a thunderstorm that would be a problem. Yeah, I would think so. For too. everybody, not spectators as well as the people who are firing off the, yeah. the fireworks. Well, we'll we'll see um, again. Check in with our local media here, all off Pete Wilson, and he'll let you know. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to circle back to a little bit of news because we have uh, some time left. Sure. This was a story that was in our Wednesday paper. And once again, it's from the it's from the crime court front. Ooh. Uh, involves a sex-related charges. And it seems like I know we seem to have more of those cases yeah. than we used to. Uh, but this is another grand jury indictment here in Jackson County uh, against a Jackson man who uh, is indicted on 11 felonies relating to the furnishing of drugs and participation in sexual acts, all involving minors. All right. The man who has been indicted is Adam B. Cheatham, age 44. There is his photo. He uh, lives on Fairmont Street here in Jackson. He has been indicted on five fourth-degree felony counts of gross sexual imposition, four third-degree felony counts of the same charge, gross sexual imposition, two second-degree felony counts of corrupting another with drugs. This indictment oh, yikes. This indictment was just um, a week or so ago, uh, June the 16th. The Jackson County Sheriff's Office, as well as the Jackson Police Department and the Jackson County Children's Services, was all involved in this investigation. Cheatham was accused of supplying alcohol and narcotics to juveniles with the intent to wait until they were intoxicated to touch them in a sexualized manner. Nasty. Two juvenile males told investigators that Cheatham provided them with LSD, psychedelic mushrooms, and alcohol. Holy moly. I know. They further stated that Cheatham had touched them inappropriately. A female juvenile also made claims that Cheatham provided alcohol to juveniles and that he made sexualized comments toward juveniles herself included. A fourth juvenile also provide, said that Cheatham provided, uh, had, had inappropriately touched her on multiple occasions. Four of the third degree felony counts of gross sexual imposition and three of the fourth degree felony counts involved the same juvenile victim. The alleged crimes are said to have transpired over a long period January 2014 through August 2020. So, oh my god! I mean, over a long period of time, and uh, you know, obviously, someone coming forward after some time. The difference between the third and fourth degree felony counts come down to the age of the victim. Okay. You know, if you're under a certain threshold, it's a more serious crime. In uh, the third degree felony cases, which are the higher felony than the fourth degree felony, the victim was less than 13 years old when the alleged crimes occurred. Cheatham is incarcerated in the Jackson County Correctional Facility. All right. Another thing to report on, uh, this is something that could bear fruit later on. 
um, the Jackson County Commissioners at their most recent meeting, that was last Wednesday, mm -hmm. they approved a partnership with a group called the Outdoor Recreation Council of Appalachia. Have you heard of that? No. Well, it is out of Athens, and a lot of the work they've done has been uh, in Athens County and okay. to the east. But uh, this is a group um, that has worked with the Wayne National Forest, which uh, uh, some of the, the Wayne National Forest is in Athens County, and a uh, the Athens Bicycle Club, uh, okay. which is a group that, of course, likes to ride bicycles. One of the biggest participation sport, fastest growing participation sports in America is mountain biking. Mm -hmm. And that is where, you know, you're just not riding around town. You're looking for recreational trails, usually in the great outdoors sure. to do long distance biking, bike trips. So the focus, uh, one of the focuses of the Outdoor Recreation Council of Appalachia is to develop mountain bike trails and they have done that there's about 47 miles of bike trails in the uh, in the uh, wayne national forest area cool. in athens county and what they want to do is expand regionally and jackson county is one of their target counties awesome now this might be not just mountain bike trails but outdoor recreation in general the door is open to this sure and so money is available they have money available $11,000 for each county participating to do what they call outdoor recreation assessments. Okay. And that will kind of, uh, with no no uh, commitment on the county side, no money on the county side, and it is an assessment, then a report that is available that will maybe enable you to get a grant later on uh, on how to do mountain bike trails. I think and, that's and other fantastic. Outdoor recreation. Love that. And so... Um, the Jackson County Economic Development Partnership people were at a meeting, uh, not this last meeting, but the meeting before to talk to the commissioners about it. And the commissioners actually passed a resolution at this last meeting. And uh, right now it's all on paper. It will all be planning. But the commissioners are on board uh, as a partner with this outdoor, count, uh, outdoor Recreation Council in Athens. And uh, it, could, it will lead to feasibility and planning that could lead to the council, which Jackson County is now part of, getting grants to extend bike trails and mountain bike trails this direction. Or just have some in general would be there's, fantastic. There's been a lot of talk for a long time about having, uh, you know, a bike trail that goes all through the area. Yeah. You know, connect, uh, you know, the, the three communities mm -hmm. in Jackson County and then connect with things north too. Mm -hmm. And that's part of what this might end up doing. It will take time and planning but before it was all talk but now with this group and the expertise they have and what they've already done in Athens yeah, County it's more way. of a possibility for Love sure it. so you know this is going to be on down the line but you know the train may be on the track woohoo sounds good all right so there we are all right well Pete thank you for spending your morning with us and uh we hope that you all have enjoyed the program today and enjoy your holiday weekend. So many events uh, going on. And if you are a little confused on what's going on when, of course, the Telegram is a great asset and, and resource to find out what the heck's going on what day. Right. We Yeah, we do have we do have a story on that's got it kind of all together in one story that was there published last Saturday, and it's very accessible online. 
as well as in that last Saturday edition. Sounds great. Okay. Well, have a happy weekend, Pete. We'll do it. We'll be out among them. Out among them. All right. Well, you all have a safe and happy holiday weekend. Don't forget, this is, by all accounts, the most dangerous driving weekend of the year. So slow down and pay attention to other drivers. Right. And, and motorcyclists. And, and be careful around fireworks. That's right. You know, they you come to back a, with all to your a degree, fingers. To, we a, hope. to agree, they are legal, but they're still potentially dangerous. That's right. So have a great know what weekend. you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you right back here first of the week. Bye bye, everyone. This just in. The Telegram News has a new website. TheTelegramNews.com. Same dedicated coverage. Same trustworthy news with a brand new look. Covering Jackson and Benton counties and surrounding areas. Locally owned and operated, TheTelegramNews.com has its finger on the pulse of the community. Stay up to date on local events, high school sports, and breaking news. TheTelegramNews.com. Subscribe today at TheTelegramNews.com. Check it out.